The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. And always a pleasure to speak to Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, very good afternoon to you. Thank you again for joining us and hope you're feeling much better. Good afternoon. I do apologize if I sound a little bit nasally and chesty, but uh, what a day of breaking news. How could I miss this opportunity to chat to you? Well, of course, as uh, well, during transmission earlier on, you sent through that message saying there's breaking news. Uh, please, we must start with this. So I believe it's got to do with updates on the Supreme Court and anything to do with these, this expected dramatic ruling regarding Minister Arey Derry's appointment. It is exactly about that. So just a short while ago, Israel's Supreme Court, with a, a ruling of 10 judges to one, ruled that Arya Derry, uh, a very controversial minister uh, or, or prospective minister, who was uh, 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 due to be the Minister of Economy, however, he himself has been found um, guilty of, of four charges. He has faced four charges in his past. The ruling said that he cannot be a serving uh, a minister in the government, or he cannot have the role as the minister of the economy. And, uh, of course, this has absolutely uh, resulted in quite a strong response, not just from his party, but from some of the coalition parties as well as the opposition. In fact, there are calls now for Prime Minister Netanyahu to uh, dismiss him from the government and uh, failure to do so, says former Prime Minister Yair Lapid, who is now head of the opposition, could mean a constitutional crisis for the State of Israel. So, you know, as we say, Michael, never a dull moment in Israel and especially around such a controversial issue and especially one concerning the Supreme Court, which is the biggest topic of discussion Mm -hmm. at the moment. So uh, this issue regarding Minister Aray Derry, um, well, okay, as you've mentioned, uh, now there's calls for him to be removed and what have you. Uh, who do you think could possibly take over? Well, it's still too early to uh, to have those discussions. We do have a blanket ruling on interviews from Netanyahu's Likud party, so they won't be commenting right. on anything going forward. But one of the concerns for them would be a threat by Shas, which is the party that Daria comes from, uh, uh, that... Uh, they would possibly pull out of the coalition if this ruling goes forward. Now, we haven't heard any comments from them other than to say the ruling doesn't respect the vote of about 400,000 Israelis. But we also have to remember there's a large contingent of Israeli society that hasn't voted in favor of this coalition and who have expressed concerns about Derry's prospective appointment. And we also have to remember that this is still a supreme court and, and will rule according to the letter of the law and, and no sweeping reforms that are uh, proposed have taken place yet so it's going to be very very interesting to see what they do if they do pull out of the coalition this could collapse uh, Israel's government as it currently stands however United Torah Judaism another uh, religious party part of the coalition uh, they have said that uh, 
should the uh, the changes to the Supreme Court go forward, the override bill be put in place, they will vote in favour of overturning this ruling against dairy. Not that there aren't any aren't enough problems to deal with at the moment. Uh, this now compound well to add to it, it'll add to what we've been discussing all along. These um, objections and concerns and demonstrations against, uh, you know, like applying reforms to the judicial uh, system. Uh, Rolene, okay, so where does that now stand? Uh, Have there been any further developments on that since we last chatted? Well, there are a lot of meetings happening, meetings between Supreme Court President Esther Hayut and, and uh, Justice Minister Yariv Levine. There have been phone calls uh, with Herzog and Netanyahu and uh, Hayut. We even had the former Attorney General who served under the last administration with uh, Benjamin Netanyahu say that this is a a pogrom against the Supreme Court. These are not reforms. And again, I want to stress that the issue is not about whether or not there should be reforms at the Supreme Court. Uh, As a democratic institution, there are always concerns about reforming these institutions so that they may meet the needs of uh, the people of the country. The issue is these particular reforms and that these particular reforms are, are proposed by a coalition government that doesn't have a broad-based consensus and who are not including the opposition as well as a, a vast swath of uh, Israeli society in their negotiations. So that is where we're standing at the moment. There is massive opposition to these Supreme Court uh, reforms. And, and this is what pe- many people, and I know there are many listeners out there, uh, I've received messages from some of them who are saying that this is the will of the voters. It's the will of some voters. It's not the will of all voters. And and the concerns are not just the concerns of the center or, or the left. These are concerns of Israelis across the board, including the center and center right. I've got a feeling uh, by the time we speak again tomorrow, there's going to be a lot more developments going on, uh, compounded by this uh, breaking news earlier on that you mentioned about Minister Arya Derry and uh, the continued well, c- concerns and demonstrations. But let's leave that for tomorrow and uh, move on to this diplomatic spat concerning the Jordanian ambassador on Temple Mount. What's happening here? What's this all about? Well, this was a big kerfuffle that happened yesterday. The ambassador of Jordan to Jerusalem went onto the Temple Mount and wanted to uh, enter the Al-Aqsa Mosque, but uh, he hadn't alerted security forces. And there is some... Uh, contradiction. Some say he was turned away. The police say that that is fake news. Uh, from their uh, perspective, they weren't notified that he was uh, going to uh, come onto the Temple Mount, and there are security protocols for, for his safety that need to be respected. Uh, needless to say that uh, Jordan summoned the Israeli ambassador to Amman for a, uh, a dressing down over this. And uh, a short while after that, all of it was uh, sorted out and the ambassador was able to go onto the Temple Mount and do what he needed to do. But it was a, it seems to be an unnecessary spat that occurred, some unnecessary flexing of muscles because 
what it seems to boil down to is a simple lack of communication and preparedness. Rolene, could I venture an opinion here that uh, perhaps it, it could have been, given Ben and uh, Ben Gavir's uh, recent uh, escapades <laughs> with the Temple Mount, could this have been like uh, like a show, a, sh- a, a retaliatory, so to speak, for want of a better description, like a show of force, or to show him up, it, or to show everybody up? It wouldn't surprise me if it was that in the least. You know, there, there is dispute between uh, what Jordan thinks their role in the Temple Mount is and, and the reality. The reality is that it is under Israeli control with the help of the Waqf, which is an Islamic uh, religious body that helps to maintain the status quo. And uh, Jordan claimed that they have control of the Temple Mount, whereas Israel says that Jordan has a special role in to play with regards to the Temple Mount. So I think it's definitely a flexing of the muscles on behalf Mm. of the Jordanians. Another thing, too, I wanted to run by you. Also, aren't there specific visitation times for the various faiths? There are specific specific uh, 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 visitation times. And uh, mostly for for non-Muslims, but for a diplomat, a visit would have to be done in coordination with security forces. Right. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's to respect diplomatic protocol and it's to respect security protocols. Sure. Rolene, okay, let's get back to what we discussed yesterday. Uh, this issue about um, uh, this appeal by how many, what was it, over 90 nations, in South Africa included, to not impose sanctions on the Palestinian Authority. So where does that stand right now? Well, it stands right now that the the countries are really appealing to Israel, saying that you know this is uh, it's not helpful to impose sanctions, and that regardless of where we stand on the resolution, you know there were many countries, including uh, Germany and uh, I think it was Japan, who actually voted in Israel's favour on this resolution, saying that it doesn't matter where we stand; we have to think about what costs this could bring to the Palestinian Authority and to the Palestinian people and for a proposed two-state solution. Now, support of a two-state solution is the position that the majority of the world, including the United States, the EU, uh, and and, and many other countries, including South Africa, although uh, you wouldn't uh, uh, expect it when you see some of the decisions made by the South African government with regards to um, Israel, but a two-state solution is the the accepted and respected position, and their concern is that ongoing sanctions against the Palestinian Authority could actually collapse them. Now, Israel's position on that is that uh, Israel's security needs to be uh, uh, first and foremost, and uh, there should be more focus put on Palestinian Authority and Excitement against Israel, which has led to terrorism and the murder of Jews. But uh, we also have to ask the question of Israel's foreign minister. It's, it's fine to say that, but should the Palestinian Authority collapse, mm-hmm. we run the real danger of a, an entity, a terror entity like Hamas, filling a vacuum. So that also needs to be considered. Well, uh, Rolene, uh, it's certainly, yeah, that's going to be an ongoing uh, ongoing issue to see now. I, I see another to and fro 
uh, going on with that. But uh, again, let's just see how things pan out. We're at the beginning of the year. We did say before that uh, we're going to be seeing weeks of uh, things happening. Really, things are happening. Let's see how that pans out as we go along. Rolling. unfortunately, we've run out of time. We've got to wrap it up there. Uh, take care. Get well. And thanks for joining us, Rolene Marks, our Israel correspondent, telling us about the latest on the Holy Land.